Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. The podcast channel is Sacred Space Healing. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify. I'm a Reiki master teacher, shamanic practitioner, and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. Welcome to these podcasts. Uh, thank you to everyone that listens in and for all your lovely messages of support. I'm a bit gravelly today uh, as there are some um, sore throaty issues going on. So do forgive me for that. Um, but the intention to assist and to help you align is still there. So thank you for listening in and thank you to everyone who uh, emails through and who supports the channel. You can continue to support the channel by going to the website sacredspacehealing.org, clicking on the drop down menu and there's a donations button there. You can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. All your donations go back into creating more free content and those of you that listen know that I'm not affiliated to anyone, I don't advertise anyone and I'm not playing to anyone's tune. This means that I have lots of people that want to guest on the show. Of course they do, but I don't promote other people's work um, for the very reason that we cannot know the intentions of others and um, I don't wish to sully the energies of this work. So all your donations are very gratefully received and they just go back into creating more free content to help people. So on that theme, today's podcast is is shining a light on dark healers. I've talked about this a lot. There's a lot out there on my podcast channel about people who are not in the light. But I'm just going to shine another bit of light on this to assist you. So here's what happens, and it happens predominantly with things like Reiki and shamanism. The healing modalities of Reiki and shamanism have been infiltrated. It's been happening for a while now. So the true teachings, the true kind of lineages have been infiltrated by teachers who are not in the light. This has happened a lot in shamanism. There are a lot of teachers that have appropriated customs and what they have taught is a mishmash. It's not true shamanism, it's not true healing. They've taken some indigenous practices and then they've mixed it with magic, mostly black magic. And they've sold this as a form of healing. These people are really famous. I can't name names, obviously, but they're really well known. And, you know, when people go into shamanism and they want to be a healer, their intentions are most of the time really genuine. And there's so many opportunities when you first start out to train in this lineage and that lineage and work with this tribe and that medicine person. But if you don't know the pitfalls, if you don't know that these people are not in the light, you're going to attune yourself to energies that are toxic. These teachers are vampiric, and what they end up doing is working through their students endlessly, affecting and misdirecting the lives of people who come to their students for help. Um, There are tribes in the Amazon who do this. They work solely with black magic, and they call it healing, but it's not. There are very well-known Um, teachers out there who have set up mystery schools and schools of shamanism who are doing exactly this. And if you do your research, you'll find that indigenous communities are usually up in arms about these people. They're usually saying they've stolen our traditions, this is all a con, it doesn't really exist, there's no such thing like this. A lot of these teachers steal the medicine wheel and then they make it their own and they teach it to their students who then, without really questioning this medicine wheel, start using it in their healing, start using it in their teachings. And really, the information that they've been given is wrong. So imagine that the information to heal is this simple, sort of pure, um, light-filled information that you can get. 
And then imagine that someone comes along and all they have to do is just change the formula ever so slightly. So the formula, your recipe is, you know, three tablespoons of this and two tablespoons of that. They come along and they change it ever so slightly. They make the three tablespoons two and the two three. You know, do you know what I mean? Like they just slightly mess with it. And now that's passed on and what's being passed on and passed down isn't truthful, isn't off the light. So the infiltration has happened in shamanism and it's happened in Reiki. Uzui Reiki is traditional Reiki and there's a lineage to it. And what's happened in the last decade is we've got all kinds of Reiki. We've got, you know, fire Reiki, this Reiki, that Reiki. And it's come from people who say that they're channeling something of the light, but we don't know whether they are or not. We don't know the truth of what they're channeling. We don't know how clear their energy field was. It's like yoga, you know, there's a truth, truth of yoga and now it's become, you know, acrobatic yoga and this yoga and that yoga. And, you know, talk to anyone that really knows their traditions and anyone who knows about yoga and they will tell you what we have now in the yoga industry is nonsense. So it's the same thing that's happened with healing and happened with healers and happened um, in shamanism and Reiki. And a lot of these healers, you know, some of them know that they're working in the dark. So um, they're doing it on purpose, right? They're here to mess things up. They're here to manipulate and dominate people and take them away from the light. And some of them don't know. They're really deluded. They haven't really educated themselves. They haven't really invested in looking into the validity of their teachers. Uh, A lot of these teachers have got great PR and publicity. They've written books. They've, you know, set up centers. And so people think, oh, yeah, these guys are legit, you know. They're the real deal. But they're not. They're literally selling a fiction. There's a really big school that thankfully isn't running anymore. Um, They've lost their premises. But when they were running, their teacher wrote a book about a form of shamanism that hundreds, you know, thousands of people were saying, this guy's a fake. This, this, this brand of shamanism that he's writing about is all fiction, it's all fake. Um, but it, he ran it with such, he ran his centre with such charm, you know, and comfort. Everything was so comfortable and charming and moneyed that you bought it. But actually, having been to a lot of the workshops, it was all fiction, it was literally made up. And in one of the circles that the women were running, they created this um, this sort of uh, mystery school. And I remember going to it and just listening to them, thinking, you haven't got a clue what you're talking about, you're literally making it up. You've taken anthropological um, stories and you've taken uh, you know, spiritual folklore and you've woven it with magic and black magic, and that's what you're teaching people. And it's so damaging and so dangerous. So some of the things to look out for as warning flags, as red flags, when you go on their website, look out for symbols. Um, What kind of symbols are they using, you know? Some of the symbols you might recognise, some of the symbols you might not recognise. Go away and do your research on those symbols, but really do your research. Don't just fall for the happy, clappy, love and light stuff. Really dig deep, go down rabbit holes. You know, what does this symbol mean? What does the use of this symbol mean? Could there be a darker use for it? You know, it's a bit like, um, you know, when Nazi Germany took a very sacred symbol and upturned it and made it a dark symbol. It's exactly the same thing. Symbols have their own power, but if they're being manipulated or misused in some way, the minute you see that symbol on the website, they're telling you who they are. They're telling you they don't work in the light. The thing about the darkness is, 
It has, you need to have free will to say yes to it. It can't be imposed on you. So that's why a lot of times the truth is veiled. You have to dig deep to find out the truth because the minute you say yes to a healing or a healer, you're saying yes to their energies and their teacher's energies and to any manipulation that might be coming your way. So research your symbols. Ask them who their teachers are. And if they won't give you that information, don't work with them. Once you get that information, do your research. But really do your research, you know. If you have to, put in their name and put in fake or um, black magic or something like that, you know. See what comes up. Take your time. Um, See how the healer interacts with you. Dodgy healers are going to push their way of working on you. They're going to insist that you do a video call or insist that you pay them in a certain way or... Um, you know, insist on a discovery call. Uh, so, so look at how they treat you. Look at how they respond to your messages. Look at how boundaried they are in their messages with you. Kiss, kiss, hearts, all that kind of stuff is not boundaried. Um, and look at the language that they use with you. You know, are they quite pushy? Are they quite aggressive? Um, look at inconsistencies with what they say on their website and then how they are with you um, in your interactions. Uh, definitely look for a photo. You want to see what this person looks like. You want to feel into their energy. Don't buy into the glitz and glamour of social media and videos and all that kind of stuff. Really look for the truth of this individual. Are they in it for the money? Are they in it to help you? Um, Are they in it to hurt people? They do not need, no healer needs your address, your photo, or any of your personal information unless it's for insurance purposes. So if you're going for a healing, and there's going to be, you know, bodily contact, they're going to touch you in some way. You have to fill in a form for insurance. They need to know your next of kin and all that kind of stuff. Distance healing is different. Distance healing doesn't really require that, but it does require you to accept that you are giving of your own free will. You're saying yes to the healing. You consent and you're of right sound and sound mind. Now, for insurance purposes, they'll need your address. They'll need your name. Sure. But a lot of times, especially in shamanic distance healing, that's really not needed. And um, for readings as well, I've said this before, you really don't need to give them photos or full addresses. So black magic is done through having your consent, knowingly or unknowingly, and through having your personal details. If you give someone your phone number, your address, your photo, they can do any kind of black magic they want on you. Now, you might ask, why would a healer do this? Well, I don't know, but a lot of really dodgy healers do. This is how they keep their clients. This is how they get people to pay them lots of money. There are bad people out there in the world, and it has risen exponentially in the last year and a half. A lot of decent healers have retired. They've stopped doing the work, and the really dark healers have come to the surface. They're toxic. Um, I mentioned many times in podcasts, I had a teacher, a shamanic teacher, who, this is like decades ago, who told his students, his um, colleagues proudly that he did black magic on his clients so they would come back. They'd come to him for healing, he would do something in the healing, and every single person who went to see him got obsessed with him. They had to go back to him, they had to go train with him, they had to have more healings with him, they had to sit in his circles. He made so much money out of people. And he said proudly he used a form of magic where he would tug on people's energy fields. It's easily done. It's easily, easily done if you want to do it. There was another um, healer that I knew from the Amazon. He used to put a seed 
in people's belly buttons. It's disgusting. You can't even make it up. It's so toxic. He would put a seed in people's belly buttons and say, now my seed is in you and you will return to me and you will be my apprentice. And so many people did. They traveled all the way to the Amazon. They gave thousands of pounds to this individual who was using black magic to hurt and harm people because he could. You know, there's a podcast out there. uh, Is this shamanism? Is this healing or magic? And it's really important that we discern what is actual healing that is in the light and that is for your highest good and that has no agenda and isn't seeking to um, manipulate you in any way or control you. And what is magic? Magic is seeking to manipulate you and control you for gain. Magic is spell casting. It's curses. It's um, inappropriate cords and ties that the healer will put in you. They'll try and harm you in some way, you know. And so the other signs to look out for are if your life starts to deteriorate, if bad things start to happen, if your luck goes really bad, if you get ill, if you get worse, if you're not getting the support that you deserve and need from the healer, if there's no consistency, these are the things to look out for. But your first red flags are to go on the website and to look at the symbols that are being used. And then to research those symbols so that you actually know, you know, um, what is this person trying to tell me in code? Then look at their photo. Then look at consistency between what they say on their website, because it could be a very swishy website, and how they're actually treating you in your interactions. Then look at how they might be pushing their way of working on you. Then look at boundaries and communication. Um, Definitely ask about their teachers. Check out the lineages of their teachers. Um, and really, really, really do your research. Don't go for stuff that's free. Don't go for it just because it's cheaper. Don't go for it just because they did a radio interview. Don't go for it because they did a magazine interview or they wrote a book. None of this stuff means anything. You have to be discerning. Otherwise, you are going to end up in a lot of trouble. You know, taken over by dodgy healers with dodgy teachers who are seeking to control you to make money. Taken over by people who are not in the light. Healing got infiltrated a long time ago and it has really become a very toxic place. So in these troubled times, please choose wisely. Please use discernment. Please follow your gut. Um, And please, please be far more caring and mindful of your soul because this is what the dark healers want they want your soul (laughs) you know it's all the stuff that we've seen in movies and stuff it comes from a place of truth you know there is there is currency in this there is currency in um in taking a soul uh, into darkness there is currency in uh, manipulating people and using black magic on them. It's not just stuff that happens in fairy tales and books and all of that kind of stuff that we watch on box sets. This happens in real life. Uh, And in order to raise the vibration of our planet and to heal ourselves and to heal those around us, we have to be very discerning of who we give our energy to. The website, if you want to check it out, is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.